Warning, the following podcast contains adult language and childish comedy. Listener discretion is advised. And now, please adjust your headphone volume to an unreasonable level and enjoy the most dynamic and electrifyingly entertaining podcast ever to conquer cyberspace. This is Amish Baby Machine. Hello, friends, and welcome to the most powerful podcast ever created, the Amish Baby Machine Podcast, starring me, Dags. The Amish Baby Machine Podcast is a powerful American pop culture podcast. And now, a man that needs no introduction. Oh, actually, he does need an introduction. He's somewhere in a cold yoga studio, Dan Simon. Hey, everybody. Hey, Flock. Hey, Dags. How are you? I mean, I have mixed feelings about how I am. It's it's actually a little cold in this yoga studio. Uh, maybe should have called you from my house. No, I got something important to ask you. Yeah. How is your pH balance? Uh, you know, I don't believe in the alkalinity thing. Are you are you trying to drink the uh, high alkaline water? No, going? but it sounds like you're about a seven point five right now. I forget. Is that is that right down the middle or is seven point oh? 7.4 is optimal. Okay. okay. So you're saying I'm a little basic. You are basic. Uh-huh. You're actually, the, the human body, much like the earth, it regulates itself. So no, I do I, not believe in the alkaline water. I believe that too. You know, the, there's all these antacids people take for the, their digestion. How come that doesn't totally change their, their pH balance? Or how about the little magnetic bracelets that are supposed to affect everything? Right. But then again, if you get an MRI, which is 8 billion times the amount of magnetic energy, why wouldn't that just throw your body into a tailspin? The placebo effect is huge. So if you believe in that bracelet, it's good for you. Now, Dan Simon, tell the fans of Flock of Amish who you are. Well... One of my claims to fame is my work as a transformative mediator. So I don't know if you want to go into that, but I've, I've, it's back in the early days of Amish Baby Machine, I, I made a few appearances. You let me talk about that quite a bit, which I appreciate it. Well, talk about it some more. But what, well, So go ahead. But what I want to tell everyone, the exciting thing is, is Dan Simon took an epic journey across this powerful nation. Oh, yeah. So tell okay. everyone about yourself, and then we're going to get into your powerful journey across okay. the country in a powerful electric car. Well, the journey was in pursuit of optimizing my, my transformative mediation practice that I've been doing out there in Los Angeles, as well as um, here in Amish country. Does the flock, what, what's the flock's understanding of, of Amish country? Have, have, have we revealed that, that, I don't know, where we are? or We are in the Twin mystery? Cities. Somewhere yeah, in the Twin so. Cities. That's so. okay. You need a little mystery. Somewhere in the Twin Cities is right. And so I, I, I drove my Tesla that I purchased out in Los Angeles back to Twin Cities. 
couple months ago. Now let's talk about your decision to get a Tesla. Mm -hmm. I want to know everything. Part of it, I, I just wanted to be a part of, of what I believe is, is, you know, kind of obvious going to be the trend toward everybody driving electric cars. And I just wanted to be, you know, part of the movement and, uh, and kind of support the whole process. This, the version I bought is the Model 3, which was supposed to be, it, it was the most affordable. It is the most affordable. Um, the price went up when I got all the extra cars. But now, what extras with, did you get? Well, because I was aware that I might be driving it back in Minnesota, I figured I needed all-wheel drive. And so, the way you do that with this electric car is you get the dual motor option. There's basically two motors, one for the front, one for the back. Um, so that that raises the price quite a bit. I also got the performance package, which uh, basically means it can go faster and also the range is a little bit further. So I ended up paying a lot. Total. But I'm happy with it. It's, you know, you never go to the gas station. Um, as you experienced last night, the acceleration is mind-blowing. It is ludicrous. I have yeah. never been in a vehicle other than my buggy when the horses are in full effect. It, yeah. it literally G-force. <laughs> it yeah. is a launching. I mean, yeah. I had to do the hick maneuver or I didn't want to pass <laughs> out, you know? Yep, yep. Um, yeah, something to do with physics there. This electric motor, the, the power is right there for you. You don't, It does not take much time to get it going. No, there's no spooling. It's just automatic. It is. It's literally a launching. Yeah. So that's fun. The the probably the worst use for the car is the cross country trip because of the need to stop and charge. Um. So, it is epic that I made it from Los Angeles to the Twin Cities with zero gas. That's awesome. And, you know, driving that car is fun, and it's got the the, the ride is is smooth. The uh, the comfort features in the car are, you know, top notch. So but what color did you pick of the vehicle? What color is the vehicle? I went for black. Black, faux leather, leather interior and black. It's vegan leather. It is vegan leather, black on black. Yep. yep. Now, why did you pick yeah. black? You just, it's cool? Is that why? I don't even know. It's, it's subconscious. I just had no doubt that that's what I needed. My last two cars have been black. I, I I can't explain it. Now the Mercury that was a shade of red, I believe. Ah uh, yes, the Mercury Tracer. Yeah, that my nineteen eighty eight Mercury Tracer was Cabernet. Beautiful. Oh. That was a beautiful vehicle. I remember storm chasing with you on that. Do you remember that? Oh yeah. We're talking way back. We're talking back in the nineties. We chased a storm. And then, we, and then we got too, California as well. and then we got too close and we got scared. Did that happen? It did. And then we, we drove away in fear. Yeah. And I, I remember, I think your catalytic converter overheated. Really? Wow. Yes. Okay. So you choose a black Tesla. Yeah. Model three. Is that what it's called? Did you say? Model three. Yep. Model three. Were there three other ones? Is there this the third? No. No. No, good point. I don't know. There's a Series X. There's a 
Yeah, S. Good point. I don't know why. Model 3. So you started in Los Angeles? That's right. You know, the, there's the sweet little, uh, the, the navigation system lets you know where the Tesla superchargers are. And on this drive from LA to the Twin Cities, I always had at least two choices of how far to go on my route. And of course, you know, I, I could choose my route to Minnesota, but um, I kind of went with the optimized uh, route that Tesla picked out for me. Um, I basically drove for about three hours, stopped and charged for an hour, drove for three hours, charged for an hour, and so on. Um, I took it, I took uh, three full days to do it. Now, so uh, help me out. You started in Los Angeles. Oh, boy. My, I'm, my, yeah, I'm not going to be able to remember all the stops. That's so. fine. Just make them up. So you yeah. start in Los Angeles, and you get about three hours on a charge? That's right. Um, yeah, the actual range, when you're going fast, if you're going like 90, as I was, you can go a little over 200 miles on a charge. If you're going at more modest speed, that's closer to 300 miles per charge. And, you know, I, I didn't do the math. It's possible that I could have... Uh, it's possible that all my speeding didn't really increase or, or you know, decrease the length of the trip because of that fact that they get charged more. Okay. So I don't know. But Diminishing returns. Right. So did you drive through any weather? I did not. This was uh, a little over two months ago. It was in March. So the weather was pretty, pretty clear and dry the whole way. Jeez. Okay. Yeah, sorry about that. That would have been a better story if there had been. Some no, I mean, yeah, I was hoping there would be twisters. Yeah. Or maybe twist ties off of loaves of bread or something. Twist ties. There were some, I'm sure there's some twist ties. Uh, yeah, no, it was smooth. Clear skies. Now, what does the interior of the car look like? Describe it, flesh it out for the fans of the Flock of Amish. The thing that freaks people out the most is the complete lack of a dashboard. Instead, there is a screen that's right in the center of the front console. Looks like a big old iPad, a little bit bigger than an iPad. And you, you do everything you, you need to right there. You get the, uh, the navigation system, you got the speedometer, you got your range, you got your uh, pretty cool um, streaming audio system. Tesla has its own streaming deal where you can, I don't know, I, the kids are using now Pandora or whatever. It's like that. Victor genre. Well, it's funny that. you said that because this powerful podcast is available on iHeartRadio. Okay. So that would be available to you in your powerful Tesla. That's good news. Yeah, that's great news. Um, what else can I tell you? Well, I want to know about the batteries in there. How many batteries are there? Oh, see, the beauty, part of the beauty of this car is that I can stay so ignorant of how it works. I've never seen the battery. Um, all I've done is plugged it in and charged it. Now, I want to I've ask never... you a serious question. Okay. Why are there no B batteries? Whoa. Whoa. I know. There's double A's. Yep. There's C's. There's D's. There's D's. 
Now, were you concerned about a Chernobyl type incident in your car? <laughs> no, I'd be afraid. Like there'd be some graphite yeah. fire. Yeah, no, the feeling is of extreme safety. You know, at one level, it's just a really nice, powerful golf cart. You know, uh, it's there's there's no combustion going on. There's no flammable liquids. Now you're speaking about combustion. Tell tell the fans of the flock of Amish about the farting noises that you had in there. Oh yeah. Well, you know, apparently Elon Musk is into Musk, by the way, is into um No, I just want to stop he, you right there. Right now I'm wearing Jovan Musk for men. Okay. Okay. Just for this episode. See, this is why we gotta gotta do these things in person. I don't get to You wanna smell my essence? course I do. Thank you. Um, yeah, so there are these things they call Easter eggs, these kind of surprise, fun little uh, tricks that the car can do that, you know, you got to kind of get lucky to find. But uh, they have what they call emissions testing mode, which uh, is able, you're, you're able to make it sound like anybody in the car, any of the four uh spots in the car the you know the passenger in the in the front passengers on either side and back can make it sound like there are farts coming from the speaker by that seat so uh what can i tell you it's it's whoopee cushions it's it's, it's one of my yeah i mean i think it's that let's see there's the amazing acceleration there is the never putting gas in it and there is the fart sounds I'd say those are the top three, top three favorites. Now, what do you know about towing and cold weather? Well, haven't had to deal with cold weather yet. Uh, it's true that the cold weather, I guess, finishes the the battery life. So that's a thing. Um, and I shouldn't say I don't know about towing. I did have an unfortunate experience right after I got the car. Um, because apparently there were a lot of automatic updates happening to the software or something or some other glitch. I had left the car parked for 10 days when I was out of town. And when I got back, it was drained down to zero. Uh, and, you know, so far drained down that, that the system would not even start up. So uh, it took some figuring out that the tow truck guy and I had to find the little supplemental battery that jumpstart. Um, we had to, you know, to get it into towing mode, and then we had to tow it to the supercharger. Then we had to jumpstart that thing again so that we take a charge. That was that was inconvenient. Um, we handled it, but it took it took a few hours to figure it out. So yeah, you don't want to let it get down to zero charge. Now, what did that run you? The whole, the whole jump starting. Boy, I think I had to pay that guy like 100, 120 bucks. All that. One twenty. Volts. Yeah. Powerful. So yeah, let's compare it to your last vehicle. Mm. Yay or nay? Well, I, I still I haven't sold. In fact, I don't know if I should. Can I do a one ad right here on the on the podcast? I, but I got. But I my other car is. Uh, I'm gonna sell it, but it, it's hard to let go of it. It's great. It was an Infinity. G37X from 2012, also black. Um, 
that car, you know, if you don't mind gasoline powered cars is pretty awesome. So, uh, you know, I'm liking this, this upgrade to pure electricity, I'm happy with it, but I was not suffering with that, that infinity. Powerful. Yeah. So yeah. you're, you're not looking back. You're going all electric. I think so. I can't really imagine buying a car that uses gas in the future. This is just too sweet. Plug it in overnight at my house now. And uh, even with the, the slow trickle of my regular 120 volt uh, outlet, I get 50 miles of range overnight, you know? And so for most days, that's plenty. Do you ever have a slow trickle at night? <laughs> you know, you know the truth about that at our age, Trump. Yeah. Powerful. Yeah. Now, Dan Simon. Yeah. I want to well, hear about your business. Transformative mediation, any sort of conflict you have, um, we sit down and talk about it. So, for example, if you are getting divorced, and then, by the way, that might not even be a conflict. Um, some divorces involve two people sitting down and, and deciding that they are uh, ending their marriage, and they talk through what their plans are for taking care of the kids and dividing things up and any ongoing financial support. and it's not even conflict, it's just a conversation. So that's best case scenario. If you do have some conflict, you have some different visions of what should happen with the kids or some different ideas of what's fair to do with, with uh, the proceeds from selling a house or whatever, um, the next step is to have somebody like me sit down with you and help you, ha help you talk through it. Let, and divorces are just kind of one of the areas that I help with, but let me, let me go into that one a little bit more because it's a common one. Um, my friends, the divorce lawyers, will usually try to give people the impression that it's really complicated, that there is, you know, something you have to do to make sure you do it right or you could be, you know, screwed somehow. By far, the most common way to get screwed is to get too much legal advice and to let your divorce turn into a legal fight. There really is nothing that mysterious or complicated about it. It, it might feel overwhelming and it might feel confusing as you have to, you know, make new plans for how you're going to live your life and how you're going to live separately and how you're going to parent your kids. And, and totally, it, it might be a big deal that's hard to figure out, but the legal perspective really doesn't add anything to that. That just kind of adds weapons for you to use against your spouse. So um, if you're in divorce, best case scenario is to sit down with your spouse and talk through it and make plans and get a legal service to do the paperwork or do the paperwork yourselves. There's really no need for legal experts. Um, if you do have conflict, then you call me and we sit down and talk about it, help you talk through it constructively in a way that kind of leaves you feeling like you took good care of yourself and like you did right by the other person and like you get to walk away feeling good about it. So divorces, but other sorts of conflicts. Another big area of work that I do is uh, business partnerships where people are you know, having trouble working with each other and they're maybe on the verge of breaking up the business or having one person buy the other out. Um, so I like to help people talk through that and figure out whether they can keep working together or if not, what the plan ought to be so that they can, again, both feel like they're taking good care of themselves and doing right by each other. And it, it also doesn't have to be a legal fight. 
So when so you talk amazing. about, so I'm yeah. sorry. So when you talk about business relationships, yeah, what are some of the common pitfalls? I mean, we know about personal relationships, but I'm just curious, sure. business-wise, what are some common things that you come across? Oh, it's pretty common that one person feels like they're doing more than their share of the work, you know, business partners, uh, or they feel that one person has kind of misled them about some aspect of the relationship. You know, maybe they, they one person claimed to have a lot of uh, customers lined up and it turned out not to be, not to be that way. Um, just really the same things also can go wrong in a personal relationship. You just feel like for whatever reason, you aren't trusting your partner as much as you were. Um, I worked with a bunch of physicians a few months ago. They had a problem where uh, some of them were pediatricians. They treated kids and others were working with adults as their patients. And the, the pediatricians got compensated better by the insurance companies. But the adult docs uh, felt like they were working harder, and yet they had the deal that they would all kind of share the, the profit equally. So there was resentment going between those two groups. So we had to, had to sit down and talk through all that. And, um, you know, in that case, they were able to, to come to an understanding without, without, they didn't even have to change their pay plan. They just basically needed to clear the air because, you know, bad vibes had, had built up and there were other little resentments among these people and we just all had to have a good talk and clear the air and people apologized and went back to working together. Now it sounds like these doctors were medical doctors but they didn't have patients. (laughs) Interesting. That's good writing right there. Powerful. Now you're quite the renaissance man Dan Simon. I like to think so. Yes. What is the future? (laughs) Will you, th- will you think I'm a Nostradamus or something? Is that what you think? I, I don't. I don't know what that means. <laughs> I uh, speaking of 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 nothing relevant, but man, have you seen Snoop Dogg's TV show? Uh, Snoop Dogg is hosting the Joker's Wild. This is true. Powerful. It is, and and it. I was very amused when I saw it. And one of the uh, one of the categories was was. Uh, Nice prediction, Nostra dumbass. And uh, it, the, the the questions were some just some bad prediction someone had made, and you had to identify who did that. Anyway, yes, I'm a resident. And what does it hold? Uh, good things, positive things, success. So we're going in the right direction, eh? Yeah, absolutely, completely. What is your passion? Hmm. Well, other than uh, Snoop Dogg's uh, game show, I don't know. You're you're you got to be open-minded. Crowd listening, they won't care about my or they'll they'll they won't be offended by my belief that psychedelics are are good for people. Will they? I mean, that's kind of getting mainstream nowadays, anyway. But in Colorado, they talk about decriminalizing magic mushrooms. Mushrooms, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, and I'm I'm on board. There's just this. A lot of research about the therapeutic effect for people with PTSD or depression or anxiety. Uh, one good guided trip on magic mushrooms or LSD has lasting effect. Six months later, people are still in a much better place. Um, big fan. So that's what the future holds, and that's good news. 
Now, do you feel this resets the brain or what is your feelings on this? Well, my understanding is that that there is something that happens in the brain. They call it the default network. And if your default network uh, tends to bring you toward anxiety and depression, these drugs indeed can kind of rewire that. They, they basically turn down that, that default thing and uh, they get the parts of your cerebrum firing up that tend to be more optimistic and creative and uh, kind of less ego-driven, more aware of a sense of connection to other people and the universe. And so, uh, you know, I believe it has, it has a good effect on the brain and that it actually, it's, it's not just the chemical effect that it has, the experience of, of having that trip has a lasting effect. You remember it and you become just more aware of, of the things you were aware of on the trip and it lasts. No, so but what about paranoia and bad trips? You know, I, I gather what I understand from the research is that those are very rare, especially in the right setting. So if you've got a professional therapist type person guiding you and kind of there to, to help you through any scary moments that happen, like um, a shaman? Is it shaman or shaman? Shame on me for not knowing. I'm sorry, <laughs> go ahead. Yeah, the shamans uh, lead the ayahuasca trips. That's, that's kind of a similar similar thing. And uh, uh, Not to be confused with the Tesla trip that you just recently took. Right, that was different. That was, uh, that was geographic. That was... Uh, I was I was not on any psychedelics for that trip. Now back to the Tesla real quick. Did you have yeah. the autopilot on that? Does that vehicle have that? It has the option. I, I got to uh, sample it for 30 days. Otherwise, to keep it, I would have had to spend like 5000 bucks. It wasn't full self-drive. I, I, I don't know if the Model 3 has the full self-driving option. But the autopilot had just a couple features like you, it could park by itself. You could summon it so you could be, you know, if you're in a tight parking spot, you could, you know, stand 20 feet away and have the car pull out of the spot for you. Um, it also it also had the thing where cruise control uh, also pays attention to the car in front of you. So it doesn't lock you in. It, it locks you into a certain It's an speed. adaptive cruise control. Is that what they call it? I think they do. But yeah. I, I'm just thinking about the summoning, like. Would you have like a little Ouija board and then you would summon the vehicle and it's frightening, isn't it? I mean, to the extent the iPhone is a Ouija board, yes. Yes, exactly. You you go to the app on your iPhone and you push the button. Now, getting back to your uh, psychedelics, what are your yeah. feelings on dreams? Mm. We, just by, by the way, isn't this podcast powerful? I mean, we cover so many I mean, things. it's just, yeah, it's a... It's a powerful stream of consciousness. It's a powerful Amazing. stream. It's not a weak stream. It's a powerful <laughs> stream. Thick, thick, abundant stream. Yes, yes, it is. So tell me about dreams. Uh, uh, in favor of them. What do you got? You got, you got good ones. I mean, do they mean got... something, or is it just your brain discharging built-up stuff, or what are they? I, they, they definitely reveal stuff that's going on in your brain that you might not be aware of consciously until you pay attention to the dream. Um, 
how about you? Do you have recurring ones or? Uh... Yeah, I have, but nothing happy. Yeah. I want to have happy reoccurring dreams. Do you have reoccurring dreams? Yeah. That'd be nice. No, I really don't. I don't. Um, and, you know, I have that thing where I, I usually can't remember them. Like I may be aware that something pretty, pretty intense happened, but I, I never know what it was exactly. It's the end of the world as we know it. Love that tune. Powerful REM. Yes, yeah. dreams are powerful. Do you daydream, Dan Simon? A little bit. Well, Dan Simon, I want to I want to tell everyone about our powerful merch. Oh, cool. The Amish Baby Machine Pop Culture Podcast has powerful merch, and we want you to check it out. Go to our website, AmishBabyMachine.com. We also have a powerful Patreon page. If you want to help support this powerful podcast, check it out. Patreon.com. There's also links on the website. We want to hear from you on social media. Twitter. Follow us on Twitter at Amish B Machine. We're on Instagram, IG, as the kids call it, Amish Baby Machine. Our, all our podcasts now are uploaded to YouTube, so you can enjoy them on YouTube. Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, Spotify, Podbean. We're everywhere podcasts are available. Now, Dan Simon, did you have a good time tonight on this powerful podcast? It was powerful. It was a feeling of being just just close to power. It was I'm kind of what's the word power? Not power hungry. I'm power drunk. You know, you're intoxicated. Yeah, you're yeah. tripping on our power. The fact that ABM is so many places is powerful, isn't it? And that the kids, the kids all over the world are listening. It's ubiquitous. I remember when I when I appeared on the podcast many months ago. Um, the news was that someone in the Philippines was listening. Now I bet uh, is there a country that that doesn't have somebody listening? We're gonna have to check. Time? Now, Dan Simon, I feel you should come back. Oh, friend, I hope to. Yeah. This this was just kind of like a teaser. We were just we we're unearthing the awakening, the yeah. spiritual. And powerful Dan Simon. Dan yep. Simon, tell the fans of Flock of Amish where they can get a hold of you. They should look me up at transformativemediation.com. Uh, that's where my website is, obviously. And you can uh, email me at dan at transformativemediation.com. If you've got any of those conflicts or, or a divorce going on in your life, happy to chat about it with you and help you figure out what to do. Um, no charge for a little little check-in phone call to help you figure out what's next. Um, and, yeah, I mean, they should look for me on ABM again soon, I hope. I want to come into the barn next time. Just calling in. Oh, you do? You want to come to the barn? Yeah. Yeah. Powerful. Calling in is fine, but I want to, I want to smell it. I want to, you know. Maybe there'll be a new barn. Who knows? Mm. Exciting. The only thing constant in this world is ABM, Dan Simon. <laughs> Thank you for coming in. And until next time, my friends, you've just enjoyed the Amish Baby Machine podcast. Thank you for listening to the Amish Baby Machine pop culture podcast. It is available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, and everywhere else fine podcasts are found. Please support our podcast through Patreon and shop our merch at AmishBabyMachine.com. Follow us on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube. This has been an Amish Baby Machine production.